I was thinking about doing some gambling myself. You know, just a little bit of money. Maybe doubling it and doubling it several more times. I don't know. Kind of just for fun. I was thinking, do you have any tips or ideas about sure things? Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of By the Hook. Colby Powell and Andrew Gilman with you. Hit us up on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Andrew Gilman. Okay, last week we were unable to record, couldn't get together, but we tweeted out our picks. Uh, Andrew, you had OU, I had Texas, and the winner in that game was no one. It was five hours of my time. I actually had a tea time late that afternoon, Andrew, that I specifically scheduled to get to the course after the game was over, and they kept playing, and I had to watch on my phone while I played golf. It was a major first world problem. That is a major first world problem, but look at you. You're a soldier. You made it through. Impressive. Oh, yeah. Really impressive. Now, I don't more quit, impressive. I don't quit. Well, neither does that Sooner defense, by the way, and I, and I tweeted this before the game. They figured out a way to block a kick, all right? They blocked a punt, all right? They had an interception in the end zone. They recovered a fumble. Well, I think I'm missing one other one. They, in they had too. two interceptions in the end zone, if you count the one that ended the game. Right. That, and guess what? That one does count, by the way. Yes. Uh, that, yes. That's fairly significant since it ended the game. So you're essentially looking at four turnovers. I understand that the blocked punt and the blocked field goal are not. But for a defense like OU's that has had – little to no success over the past, what, six to eight years? That's a fairly effective uh, job. I know they gave up a bunch of points and a bunch of it late, but that was the only way that, that they were going to win that game is if the defense did something and that covered the three. Uh, there was a real good chance that they should have lost that game. But And anyone that's listened to me on this podcast or previously on any radio or read anything I've written, Tom Herman and – Lincoln Riley gave a master class in, in ways to try to not lose as opposed to win. Texas should have gone for two at the end of the game. There's no chance OU was stopping him on a three-yard play. They couldn't stop anything at that point. And Texas refused to go for two every other time. And it's not like Lincoln Riley pressed him on it either. I, I did not think either coach uh, did a very good job of, uh, uh, let's say, standing out in that game as coaching geniuses. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because yep. uh, not a coaching genius. I know genius. where you're going. Yep, not a coaching genius going. is Dan Quinn, which means there's an opening in Atlanta. And yep. the odds were released today from Bet Online. Uh, and there's some yep. interesting names on here. Nick Saban's 25 to 1. Dabo's 8 to yep. 1. Jim Harbaugh is 7.5 to 1. Eric Bieniemy, who probably should have been okay. hired uh, last offseason, but he didn't quite fit the mold of what NFL teams right. were looking for. He's 4 to 1. And then the favorite to be the next Falcons head coach in Vegas at 3-1 to one is a guy by the name of Lincoln Riley. What do you think about that? That's, that's crazy. I, that means somebody knows something because that is not good odds on Lincoln. I would think it would be 10, 15, 18, 20 to 1, somewhere in that neighborhood. Anywhere between 10 and 20, I would say, okay, that makes him an outsider. But as a favorite? Is it, is it because Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray have worked out so well? Is it because uh, OU put up 53 on Texas? Is it because Lincoln Riley uh, couldn't figure out how to get the right offense on the field to get a first down against Georgia in a playoff game? I don't know. Let, I, let I don't me give you him. some perspective on that number, if we can. Uh, so that's plus 300. That's 3-1. to one. 
So they're saying it's more likely that Lincoln Riley becomes the next Falcons head coach than it is that the Bengals beat the Colts this week. The Bengals are plus 306 on the money line. So you would, wow. get, you would get worse odds on Lincoln Riley to be the next Falcons head coach than you would on the Bengals to beat Phillip Rivers and the Colts this week. I'm just, uh, it, it certainly piqued my interest a little bit to see those odds today. Can I, can I parlay Bengals win at plus 306 and Lincoln Riley together this week? Would that pay pretty good? You'd, you'd have to find a pretty good book, I think, to let you parlay those two. But I'm sure anyone would take my money on that. That's for yes. sure. Yes, because the odds of those two things happening, not very good. Uh, is it unlikely that Lincoln Riley takes that job? Of course it is. But 3-1, to one, best odds on three the to books one. currently. 3-1 to one makes me think that it's not unlikely because they don't just lay that. They just don't hang numbers like that for no good reason. They don't hang numbers for no reason. You think there would be uh, somebody in Vegas thinks he's tired of losing to Kansas State, so he wants to go lose to New Orleans and Tampa and Carolina instead? I think when you say somebody in Vegas, somebody has some inside information and it's gotten to Vegas. I don't know what order or how or how that information is disseminated, but that 3-1 to one is no joke. And if you're an OU fan that loves Lincoln Riley, I'd say the cause for concern is 5 to seven, five to seven on a scale of one to ten, yeah. I said in summer 2018, uh, back when we were doing radio, Andrew, that I thought Lincoln Riley would be a head coach within five years. I've still got three years to make it happen. I was not okay. – uh, that opinion was not received kindly by OU fans. But we'll see well, what now, happens. Yeah, well, Matt Ryan's a pretty good quarterback. And uh, Lincoln Riley works with pretty good quarterbacks. Now, the Falcons and Dan Quinn are phenomenal losers. And when I say – phenomenal losers i mean they lose in glorious ways and maybe lincoln riley can sort of curb that maybe they run a different offense with matt ryan maybe they go get another quarterback i don't know what the story is but i would love to see him in the nfl only for the circus that would ensue here and who the next ou coach might be i, I think, think that's it, it's all good theater i think it would be brilliant if the atlanta falcons hired a college coach uh whose teams are becoming known for blowing fourth quarter leads i think the hmm. irony there would be phenomenal what about uh, Nets Falcons head coach Bobby Petrino? Give him another shot. Uh, yeah, let's take a hard pass on Bobby Petrino. Yeah, um, yeah I don't think that's going to happen again in Atlanta. Arthur Blank already hired him, and he quit on him once. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, shall we do some NFL games this week? There are some good yeah. ones. There's some duds yep. as well. We've got Detroit at Jacksonville we don't need to talk about. Um, yep. Actually, you know, Chicago and Carolina I don't think is a dud. This is the first one I've got on my list. Carolina's favored by one and a half, but this is a three and two Carolina team. Um, yep. Matt Rule doing a great job down there. Teddy Bridgewater yep. looks fantastic. Bears are four and one, one and a half point dogs on the road. 83% of the money, 51% of the bet. Uh, that means the public is split, but the money is all on the Bears, and I'm with the money. I'm following the money on this one. Teddy Bridgewater has had a nice start. That's a good Panthers team that's well, I think they're what was their total this year? Over like five and a half? Five and a half. Five yep. and a half? They're not winning four in a row. I love the Bears in this spot. The Bears have been fun to watch. I know that they were a little lucky to win last week when what was it, Tom Brady forgot what down it was. And we'll get to that when we get to well, Packers. The and, mind uh, starts to go as you get older. Let's cut him some slack. It does. It does. It does. Uh, and we'll get to uh, Packers and Bucks here in a minute. But I love the Bears catching points in this game. Uh, yeah, give me the Bears in that one. That that would be one of my three favorite bets of the week, actually. I think I'm probably on the other side of that. I, I totally understand your logic, and um, I don't like that the money is on the Bears' side because I don't like going against the money because those guys usually know what they're doing. 
I just think Carolina is a really fundamentally sound football team. They don't make mistakes. I don't think they're going to give the Bears anything that the Bears don't earn. And I don't, I mean, the Bears, I just think, are not a very good 4 and one team. And and they're 4-1, yeah. so give them credit for winning games, but I think they're a fluky 4-1. Four, four well, what did Bill Parcells say? You are what your record says you are. What that means is they're closing out games somehow. I mean, yeah, they've gotten lucky a couple times, but they're still winning, and yeah. I think there's something to be said for that. Are you a Nick Foles believer? Uh, no, I'm not. Well, the, the Panthers don't really rush the quarterback that well, and Nick Foles seems to be one of those guys that's sort of a gamer, but if you're going to give him time, and the Bears aren't great, I don't think offensively anyway, but if you give him a little bit more time, uh, you know, they've been okay. They've been playing a couple games in a row against the Colts and the Bucks, who are really pretty decent defensively. So uh, Carolina's not. Uh, I, I love the Bears for about three or four different reasons in this game. Fair enough. Uh, Falcons, plus three and a half on the road at the Vikings. We saw a team yep. last week that was winless. Yep. Fire their coach, yep. come out. They played well. The Texans won last week 30-14. to 14. Do the Falcons pull something similar off the week after firing their coach in Minnesota? I'm glad that you brought that up because I was on Houston last week for the exact same reason. Uh, you are going to get an overreaction on the Vikings. 83% of the money, 66% of the bets already on the Vikings. Only 17% and 34% respectively on the Falcons. What are you showing that line at? Three and a half? Three and a half. Uh, you've got the hook there, and I like the hook, Andrew. I love the Falcons in this game, and you're supposed to stop me. You you promised to stop me. No more Falcons, no more Jets, no matter what I say. I don't know what the password is to get past that, to lay that money down. The but password's I would take fire the Dan Quinn. It, well, Done. I would think that that will mean everyone takes a deep breath. I think that maybe long-term the Falcons don't win, you know, seven of eight or something like that. But I do think that this Vikings team that – showed up really well last week, probably should have won against Seattle, uh, if not for Russell Wilson again. Uh, I'll give me the three and a half on the road in a COVID era. Yeah, Falcons all day on this one. I love the Falcons plus three and a half. Dalvin Cook likely to be out this week with that groin injury. Alexander Madison is a really solid backup, but he's still a backup. He is not as good as Dalvin Cook. Uh, I like the Falcons plus the three and a half, getting the hook. I really love you can lose 27-24, 30-27. Doesn't matter. You still win. So love the hook yep, there yep. at three and a half. How about Tennessee playing a Tuesday game where they dominate the Buffalo Bills last night, 42-16. to Um, Derrick Henry threw Josh Norman into another dimension on a stiff arm. Yeah. Tennessee's a three-point favorite at home against Houston on short rest. What do you make of the Tuesday to Sunday turnaround whenever Houston gets a full week? Well, the first thing I would think of is I think they cut the Bills and a look ahead to the Chiefs. I really do because the Chiefs, uh, you know, the Bills are thinking that they're going to be undefeated may have a chance to make a case for one of the top two, three teams, them and the Ravens for the AFC. So I do think that they got the Bills in a good spot. This is a stay away from me. I, I don't know if I can trust the Titans to do that again. Uh, uh, you know, the Texans are on, what, their second week of uh, interim head coach as well. You, 78% of the money, 71% of the bets are all on the Titans here. Uh, I think that's an overreaction to some extent also on what we just saw last night. But, man, I would probably, if you forced me into it, I'd probably take the points there just to hope that uh, the Texans with a little extra rest and the Titans a little short rest uh, can't get it done. Convince me otherwise. Yeah, this to me is a no play just because of the Tuesday to Sunday turnaround. If it was Sunday to Sunday, I would like Tennessee here, but I just – 
we don't see Tuesday to Sunday turnarounds. I I don't have data to to look at and see, you know, what percentage of the time teams cover in that spot. It's a weird spot. And Houston, I think, uh, without Bill O'Brien, I don't think they liked Bill O'Brien. I really don't. I I think, I mean, obviously he traded DeAndre Hopkins because he and DeAndre Hopkins couldn't get along. That's why he was traded. So I I don't think that they liked Bill O'Brien. I think they're playing more inspired football. Tennessee's on a short week, so I'll stay away from that one. Uh, We've got a very important game that could help in determining uh, the NFC East when all is said and done. What a joke that division is. Giants yep. and football team. Giants are two football and a, team. Giants are two and a half point favorites over the football team. Pick a side. Well, first of all, let me tell you something. <clears throat> I was all over the Giants last week, and I know that uh, it's easy to say now. Uh, I loved them against the Cowboys, and guess what? I took them on the money line last week. And oh, brutal. damn if they should, damn if they shouldn't have won that game. They just couldn't get it done at the end. It was like nine. Uh, I think I had them at like eight, eight seventy, something like that on the money line. Uh, just a small play, but man, if they shouldn't have won that game, but they covered it easily. That being said, I'd probably take football team this week. You know, new quarterback. Uh, I think the Giants probably have shown everything that they could possibly show. Uh, and if you're going to give me somewhere between two and a half and three and a half, money's pretty evenly split here. Well, actually, most of the money, 66% is on the football team, 54% of the bets. I'd probably go football team here. I'm on the other side. I'm going G-Man. I actually think that New York is slightly better than their winless record. Um, They've been in games. They were in the game with the Rams a couple of weeks ago. Just made a couple mistakes late. Couldn't get it done. Should have beaten Dallas last week. Made a couple mistakes. Couldn't get it done. I think they are a better football team than the football team. Also, do we know what Washington's doing at quarterback? Do we have any idea... If that is no. Kyle Allen, if that's Alex Smith, which, by the way, good for Alex Smith getting back out there on two legs. Uh, good for Alex Smith for yeah. having two legs at this point. Yeah, uh, I don't okay. know what they're doing at quarterback, so G-Man minus two and a half, I think, is is the play, the, the side that I'm on there. Have we agreed with any gusto on any game so far? Uh, we did have one that we liked. I can't remember what it was now, but uh, everything else we've sort of been split on or no played on, right? You like the Panthers. I like the Bears. Oh, we both like the Falcons. That's our play. This we both so like far. the Falcons. Falcons. Yep. So far, that's Yikes. our play. I think Yikes. we're about to run into another one that we agree on. I think we're about okay. to run headfirst into another one. Cleveland is at Pittsburgh. The line is three in favor of the undefeated Steelmen. Four and zero going against the four and one Browns. Remember, Pittsburgh already had its bye a couple weeks ago due to Tennessee's COVID outbreak. So Pittsburgh minus three at home against the surging Cleveland Browns on a four-game winning streak. Who you like? Yeah. Well, that rush, that rushing attack is. <clears throat> excuse me. That's no joke. They've been great. I loved the Eagles. I loved the Eagles last week catching eight something like that against the Steelers. I thought they'd come out really sleepy. Uh, probably should have. They scored a bunch of points. Uh, probably should have won that game. Uh, but you're not going to get me to have any strong opinion on this one. I, I just I, – that's a stay away from me. I don't know if I trust the Browns enough. And if I had to, I'd probably lay the three with the Steelers in this one. I would absolutely lay the three with the Steelers in this one. Big Ben uh, feasts at home, number one, throughout his career. He feasts on Cleveland throughout his career. I know this is a better Cleveland team, um, but but one thing that I think – I think there's a misnomer about Cleveland that they have an elite pass rush in the NFL. They rank 21st in the NFL in terms of pressuring the quarterback. And Miles Garrett, while he is phenomenal, Pittsburgh has yep. a great 
O-line. And yep. they're very well coached. Big Ben's a veteran. I think they'll do enough to neutralize him. I think Pittsburgh wins this game probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 to 20, somewhere around there. Uh, I think it's okay. probably close most of the way, and then they pull away late. So I like Pittsburgh minus the three. And then we get to your, your Eagles that you liked last week catching eight. They're catching eight yep. again against an AFC North team. This time it's the Ravens. Baltimore is on the road in Philly. The line is eight. Do you like either side here? 72% of the bets, 57% of the money. Man, if I had to play this one, if I had to, I would take all the points with the Eagles here. I know the Ravens beat up generally on bad teams. I thought the Ravens minus 11 last week against the Bengals was a big play, an easy play. I was on that one. And guess what? I'm going to take the Colts this week at minus 8-ish against the Bengals again because I don't think the Bengals are worth a damn. Uh, I think the Colts will run them over. But in this case, I don't think Carson Wentz is terrible. I think he's good enough. Uh, and I, I think they keep it close here. Uh, only 28% of the bets are on them. So you're, it's a huge public play on the Ravens. But that's what happens with good teams. The Chiefs, the Ravens, those kind of teams are going to get huge public play. And especially an Eagles team that's been, well, they're just not very good. And there's something to be said on never betting on bad teams. I think there's some value in actually saying that. But if you're going to give me eight points, I'd take all eight of them. But that's probably a stay away just because I can't handle holding my nose all game with the Eagles. Yeah, I'm on the same side. I, I don't know. I still think Carson Wentz is good. I think the last time we saw him with a healthy roster, he was phenomenal. And the Eagles yep. have been just yep. about as banged up as anybody. I, I can't remember who it was who said this, but somebody said, you know, go, go out to your car take the engine out, and then get in the driver's seat and try to go somewhere and see how far you make it. And, and that's well, kind of what Philly's been doing with the multitude yep. of injuries. Travis Fulgham, who I I still don't know where he went to college. I don't know anything about him. He's now their number one receiver. He's played well for a couple weeks. I would probably take yep. the eight uh, like you. And we've got another eight-point line in Indianapolis. I brought this one up earlier. Yep. Colts Bengals, yep. Rivers, and that crew looked – I mean, Rivers just looks like he's got very little left in that arm. You think they can beat the Bengals by two scores? This, this is one of my favorite plays of the week. 86% of the money and 61% of the bets are on the Bengals catching all these points. That's a huge public play also. I just The, the Bengals can't block anybody. And the Colts aren't bad defensively. They've got pretty uh, good defense. I, I don't love Phillip Rivers. I, I think he's good for an interception when, you're, when he can't when you absolutely can't have an interception, it feels like he's going to throw one. And I don't love them in this game, but I do think I do think that they get out to a 24-7 lead and hang on. I think it's going to be something like that. Uh, I don't think the Bengals can catch up. I don't think that the Joe Burrow story is, is, is worth sort of discarding. I think it's a great story. But he's just going to get broken, too, at some point. I, I just don't see them being able to keep up here. Uh yeah, I agree with you, surprisingly. I thought one of us would be on the Bengals' side uh, of this, but I think the Colts win this game pretty easily. I think there will be some overreaction to what happened yep. last week with the Colts and the Browns, but the Colts, I think, can pick on bad teams, and I think we're going to see that this week. Let's skip over some duds and get to a few good games that we've got this okay. week. Number one is, in my opinion, the game of the week. It's Aaron Rodgers, it's Tom Brady, yep. and it's a pick yep. Andrew. So all you have yep. to do is tell me who's going to win the game. How easy is that? I went... I went three units on this one. This is my favorite play of the week. You loaded love it. up on Green Bay, didn't you? I went Bucks. I went really? Bucks on this one. I love the Bucks on this one. Seventy-six percent of the money, 
68% of the bets are on the Packers. I went paid the public again. Only 24% of the money is on the Bucks. 32% of the bets. You think Tom Brady, who's sending gifts out about him, means out about himself in the way he screwed up, isn't hearing it from everybody? I, I think that the Packers are great. I don't think they're 15-1 and one or 14-2 and two great. They're going to drop some games this year. This is a spot play, I think. The Bucks are not a bad team either. But give me a pick em against this pass. Why isn't that line three or four Packers? That's what I would think it would be. Because they're I mean, I think in the Tampa general public, and uh, they're allowed to have fans. I guess so. Maybe that's it. If you think the fans in Tampa are, are forcing some sort of line movement, then I, I suppose I could buy that. But if all I have to do is get a win here, I love the Bucks. I went big play on the Bucks this week. Already put it in. At, uh, uh, at Pickham. Yep, I already put it in. Good for you having the confidence to make that play. I, I couldn't do it. I see an Aaron Rodgers that is on a mission. I, I truly think Aaron Rodgers is on a mission to prove to everybody yep. that yep, he is still one of the two or three best quarterbacks in the game. You know, he's been hurt for a couple of years. Green Bay hasn't been as good for a couple of years. It soured at the end of the McCarthy term. And then we had Mahomes, Jackson, Russell Wilson. We had all these younger guys coming up. Everybody's excited about Kyler Murray. And I feel like Aaron Rodgers kind of got pushed to the side. And I think he's on a mission to let us know that he's still one of, if not the best quarterback in the game. So I'm actually on the other side. I like the Packers to win that one in a pick em. Uh, a couple more here before we get out. Rams, Niners. Yep. Niners looked horrible last week in Miami. Yep. They had to bench yep. Jimmy Garoppolo uh, because he was atrocious. Three and a half, the Rams are favored on the road. Cali versus Cali. Give me a play. Uh, I, I don't want to back the 49ers here, but I think I would back the 49ers here. I mean, it, it is an overreaction to some extent. 87% of the money, 72% of the bets are on the Rams in this game. I, I, that's a stay away for me. I mean, is that, a Sunday, is that a Sunday night game? Is that the Sunday night game? That is a Sunday night football special. Yeah, that's the only reason that I would probably go 49ers here, just because I sort of like backing, uh, you know, what we would consider uh, a home dog in that spot. I would take the three and a half. I would, and I, and I would dabble on the money line at one fifty five on that one too. Actually, yeah, I would take the three and a half in an overreaction spot against the Rams. They were so bad against the Dolphins. The Forty ers didn't even show up in that game. I do think the Dolphins play hard. I think they're fun to watch. I like their coach, but I, I think the Forty ers are undervalued here. Yeah, I boy, we're not giving our listeners a lot of confident plays that we both like this week. Here's no. my problem with San Francisco. I think their identity is run game and defense. Uh, they lost Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa for the season in that game at the Meadowlands. They don't know what they're doing at quarterback. They're going to keep telling us Jim, it's Jimmy G. They're going to keep running him out there. Yep. I still don't know yep. if he's right from the injury. I don't know if he's right yeah, mentally after what happened last week. And they've got such a carousel at running back of guys who can't get comfortable, can't get into a rhythm. I, I just right. think that San Francisco right now, they've lost their identity and I think I'm going to keep fading them until I get some information uh, that leads me to believe that they're back on track. So I'm, I'm actually giving up the hook here and laying the three and a half with L.A. I'm just strictly taking the number there. I think the number is just too good on a Sunday night. That, that, that'd be the, my only play, but I could easily be talked out of that game. 
Uh, okay, by the way, earlier you mentioned the look-ahead potential for the Bills. Yeah. The Bills now, yeah. because the Titans are on a short week. Uh, not as short as the Titans, though, because they play Monday. That's going to be a Monday, 4 o'clock our time, Andrew. I'm going to love firing up my TV at 4 o'clock on a Monday for an NFL How game. About that? Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites in Buffalo. You laying the hook? Oh, do well, it. Lay the hook. Do it. You were saying that you didn't believe in the Bears, right? Because you thought that they were sort of fraudulent at 4-1. and one. Is that yes. what you said? Yes. Let's go through the Chiefs. Let's go through the Chiefs. Schedule. They're 0-1 uh, with a loss to the Raiders. Should have lost to the Chargers. That's two, right? Who else? Who else have they played? I don't even know off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just telling you right there. That's two losses already. Is this team is, is this team at 5-1? to one, You're still your Super Bowl pick? Yes. Probably. Do they rally after sort of an embarrassing performance against the team that they were favored to win by what? A touchdown and a field goal? 10, 11 points, whatever it was? I'd probably yes. lay the three and a half. I'd probably lay the three and a half. There we here. go. We're in agreement. Lay the three and a half. Buffalo on a slightly short week. Buffalo, I, I think, is a good team. I think Josh Allen yep. is a good quarterback. Uh, yep. I don't think Buffalo is ready right now to compete with the cream of the crop in the NFL. Here's the problem. It's an extremely square public play. I know the public is right some of the time. 92% of the money, 78% of the Whoa. best. Nobody likes the Bills here. And part of that is because Derrick Henry threw Josh Norman to the bottom of the turf there in Nashville last night. That's part of it. I promise you that's part of it. They saw the Bills get absolutely worse. And then we're seeing the Chiefs coming off of a loss. It would be really difficult not to take the Chiefs here, though. Yeah, it, Chiefs I mean, are no. It's Chiefs are nobody. I agree. I agree. I don't. Okay. I don't think you can take the Bills and hold your breath because if you take the Bills, then you can't watch that game. So basically, going through these games, we didn't touch on every game, but going through these games, I do want to do the Monday night game though before we. Yeah. 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 Okay, and then and then we're going to decide what our two consensus picks are because there hasn't been very many of. Fair enough. Uh, Monday night. Cowboys Cardinals. Cardinals two-point yep. favorites over yep. one of the absolute best redheads in the NFL, Andy Dalton. Yeah, you know what? Andy Dalton, I, I'm going to defend Andy Dalton, and I know that's not necessarily easy to do, but when he's had some decent players around him, he got Cincinnati to the playoffs several times. I know they didn't win in the playoffs. They weren't a contender in the playoffs. They were a sixth seed or a five seed, whatever it was. He's not terrible. And I don't see Dallas losing this game in this spot. You know, the, the anti, you know, the, the rebound off of that. Uh, the, the Cardinals looked okay against the Jets, but that's the Jets, you know. I, I, I see the Cowboys getting points here. You know, they're a public play also. I just cannot imagine them losing this game in this spot. I like Dalton here. Tell me I'm wrong. I am a Cowboys fan, so take that for what it's worth as I throw this out there. I think Andy Dalton is one of, if not the best, backup quarterback in the league. Mm -hmm. Probably don't want mm -hmm. him as your starter at this point in his career, but he's a really quality backup. That being mm -hmm. said, I think Dallas's defense is so bad, and I, I don't know that there are any quick fixes. I think it's a major personnel problem. They've got overpaid, overrated linebackers. They have no corners who can play. They've got no safeties who can play. They've got a mediocre pass rush. I think Kyler Murray is going to do some pretty terrible things to this defense. So what, while I, I like your logic just in terms of the spot, you know, playing yep. for Dak and doing all that and being at home on a Monday night with everybody doubting you against an Arizona yep. team, that being said, 
I think I've got to lay the two with Arizona. And, and it has nothing to do with Andy Dalton. It has nothing to do with the DAC injury. It has everything to do with that Dallas defense. I, I just think that they are – I think they have a chance to be historically bad when all said and done at the end of the year. Well, it sounds like you're on the over. Over 55, it's the biggest number of the week. Tied yeah. with the Falcons and uh, Vikings. They're also at 55. Everything else is under those numbers. In on that. So let's give our two consensus picks. I'm assuming Atlanta is one plus three and a half. Atlanta plus three and a half. One of the shittiest teams in the league, and we both like them. Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. So, I mean, can we even find a second consensus pick? What else do we agree on? Well, it wasn't there. Eagles plus the eight. I don't know. Boy, I mean, we be, didn't talk Jets hard. Dolphins because it's a clunker. Dolphins nine and a half. No, I'm not going to lay nine and a half. The, 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 the fact that, that Miami is a nine-point favorite over anyone in this league makes me think Jets, but I refuse. I refuse to bet the Jets. I just won't do it. Uh, I think the other our other best bet was the Colts. Yes. Okay. I forgot about Indy. Yep. Let's run Indy out as our second uh, Minus consensus eight. play. So Atlanta Minus eight. and the Colts. We got one dog. We got one dog and one favorite. Then that's perfect. Survivor play. Let's see how we a, do. A survivor player too this week. Well, yeah, we were out, talking let, about let's that. Let's each give out two because we're getting later in the season, so people are probably running yep. out of some teams. Well, this is the week to take the this is the week to take the Dolphins. You're probably not going to do it again, right? Uh, yeah, my two are Dolphins, Colts. That's my two. Those yeah, two teams you can take this week, and that you probably won't be taking yep. again anytime soon. And if you're on the fade the Jets tour that travels city to city each week, you just go wherever they go and go the opposite way. I think I don't think that those guys want to play for him. I can't imagine why he still has a job there. It's it's, it's ridiculous. I would go Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, those are the biggest lines of the week, Colts, right? Pats, Pats are 10-point yeah. favorites over the Broncos, but Drew Locke should be a, back for Denver. And even if he is, though, uh, Cam could be playing in that game. I just Cam don't see – Cam will be playing. Cam was back at practice. Yeah, I just don't see a Bill Belichick team uh, uh, losing that game, I, I, no matter who's the quarterback. So, I'd go – yeah, I'd probably go Patriots or, um, or Dolphins. Yeah, stay in the AFC East. Uh, I like it. One quick college game. There's only one game in college football that's even worth spending 30 seconds okay. on this week. Alabama and Georgia, number two versus number three. Alabama and Ole Miss played a record-setting game offensively last week in the SEC. Alabama is a six-point favorite currently over the Georgia Bulldogs. Does that do anything for you? Is that a game you're going to watch? Uh, are you oh, totally well, bored with college football it. this weekend? That's a Saturday night. 7 p.m., right? That's uh, a is it Saturday game. night or is it the afternoon CBS? I don't even know. Oh, I'm looking at a 7 p.m. on October 17th. So, yeah, uh, it, it's an evening game. It, it, would be hard to, it would be hard to lay the points here. Uh, it would be hard to take the points with Georgia. Alabama's put together – I mean, they don't stop anybody, but they've turned into sort of a Big 12 South as well. But they're putting up some points. They're fun to watch. I'd probably lay the six. I don't know why. But I have a hard time betting against Alabama in that spot. Yeah, I, man. I don't know. Do we think Stetson Bennett lights up Alabama? I just don't know. I don't know about this. Yeah. It's a no play for me. I would rather watch this game without anything on it than watch it with something on it, which is pretty rare for me. I yep. I don't want to watch this game with something on it. I don't know who's going to win. I think either side right. could win. I think either side could cover. Right. And I wouldn't be surprised either way. Let's um, Before we wrap here, any golf picks this week? We got the CJ Cup at Shadow Creek out in Vegas. Should be a lot of fun. I don't know if uh, it's piquing too many people's interest, but we've got a good field this week. Dustin Johnson, number one in the world, had to withdraw with COVID, but we've got John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, the works. So uh, any picks this week you, you like? 
I'll give you your 60 seconds to convince me of anyone, and I will tail the pick. How about that? All right, how about this? Let me start with my long shots, and I'll work my way up. So okay. my, my mega long shot is 110 to 1. 110 to 1, Cameron Champ. Four par fives mm-hmm. on this course. It's par 72. Hits the ball a mile. If he gets the putter rolling, he could win the golf tournament. Same strategy on Bubba Watson at 90 to 1. If you want to take that play, you can play some long bombers on a par 72 course with par fives at 110 yep. and at 90 to 1. Now, once we get a little bit closer to the real contenders, uh, 50 to 1 or better, I think Sung M at 40 to 1. I've just been waiting yep. for him to show me something since the restart, anything since the restart. Last week in Vegas at Summerlin, he had four consecutive rounds in the 60s, including a, a Friday 63. So I like Sung JM at 40 to 1. And then if you're looking for a guy with lower value, one of the favorites near the top, I like Xander Schauffele at 12 to 1. Uh, I actually am probably fading Matthew Wolf this week at 18 to 1, just for the simple fact. I think at some point, whenever you're just playing elite golf, at some point you just run out of gas in the tank. Uh, and I think that might happen this week for Wolf. So I'll probably pass on him at 18 to 1. Well, let me ask you about Matthew Wolf real quick while you mention it. We're, what, three weeks away from. Four weeks away from the Masters, is that correct? Uh, Masters is four weeks from tomorrow, November 12th. Yeah, November 12th. I'm looking to see. I don't have it in front of me, so I can't really find it here. What do you think about Wolf at the Masters? Do you like him there? Not particularly, no. Uh, For the simple fact, I think that golf course, more than just about any that they play on a regular basis, lends itself to experience. Those green complexes are among the most difficult in the world, and the guys who have played there know all the subtleties. And I think that's why we see the average age of the Masters winner be higher than the average age of some of the other uh, tournaments we see throughout the year and some of the other major championships. So I would probably pass on Matthew Wolf at at Augusta as well. Okay, I'm looking at some quick odds, and and that's the next time I'm going to be paying any attention to golf most likely is the Masters, right? There's nothing in between. You're not watching Tiger next week defend at the Zozo? Uh, like I said, the next time I'm paying attention to the golf is the Masters. That's in about four weeks. We've gone over that. Uh, Colin Morikawa at 20 to 1. Shoffley, your boys at 18 to 1. Uh, your favorites are just the ones that exactly who you think. Uh, Bryson, 10. DJ at 10. John Rahm at 10. Rory at 10. Is there value at Tony Finau? Quite well there at 33. Matthew Wolf's at 41 right now. It's not going to get higher than that. Yeah, man, I don't know. I, I I probably still don't. I don't like the value on Finau or Wolf. I, I I don't think that there's enough there for me um, to Finau talk into well one of those guys. Good. What about uh, yeah. give me Tiger and Phil just for the old heads, just so I can know what the old heads are at. See, this is this is where they steal your money. Tiger at twenty to one. He oh, should be two hundred no. to one. That's not he very good value at all. That's terrible. No, value. but they don't need to give Tiger good value because people like you perpetuate the Tiger Woods situation. They, people like you keep it at 20 to 1, so people like me can't grab it at 65 to 1. I agree. Shame on people like me for betting him week in and week out and ruining the system. Speaking of which, Phil, 65 to 1, which is exactly where he should be. Uh, I disagree. I don't think he should have nearly that good of odds. I think he should be in more in the 150 to 1 range. Well, I'll, if you love Phil, though, you can at least get some real value. At 20 to 1 in Tiger, that's, they are ripping you off. They're already ripping you off anyway. You know that going in. But at 20 to 1, they're just being egregious about it. Yeah, 20 to 1 no is a bad shame. number. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would you be willing right now, four weeks out, you take those top four guys, you can get Bryson, DJ, Rory, and Rom. 
let's say you bet all four of them at 10 to 1. Uh, you put one unit on each of the four of them. Basically, you're taking those four against the field, and you would essentially yep. get a, what would that be, 5 to 2 return on your investment yep. there? Is that, an, is that yep. an investment you're willing to make, taking those four against the field? You know what happens? Justin Thomas creeps up at 14 and wins it. Yeah. I'd rather take that. Shoffley gets them at, what's what's Shoffley, 16 or 18 to 1? 18. I I sort of, if I had to pick, I don't love Rory, honestly. I know it's, I I don't love Rory in that spot. I I don't like cheering for DeChambeau. Um, I I think this is a a Justin Thomas situation, honestly. I've got Justin Thomas this week at uh, Shadow Creek. So, yeah. That's one of my my plays I I like this week. You, you can't go wrong with him. I mean, he's one of the top guys in the world, so there's certainly nothing wrong with that. And I won't be betting Pat Reed again at the Masters. I did that once a couple, uh, when he won it, so I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, once you've hit that one, you should probably not go back to that yeah. well because you just don't want to root exactly. for that guy to put on a second green jacket. That's no fun at all. Exactly. Real quick, last, exactly. one, last one, and then we're done for the day. Give me Ricky Fowler's odds just because I'm curious. Oh, man. Got to be 80 it to says, 1, right? It says we will not accept your money on Ricky Fowler. No, it's 50. No, then they will definitely not accept my money at fifty to one. No, that's that's also a ripoff. He's the same as Sergio, Paul Casey, Louis Ustazen, uh, Sanjay M. Uh, those are the guys at fifty, and then behind them you get Gary Woodland, Leishman, and Kucher at sixty-five. Uh, Scotty Scheffler at sixty-five, Hobland at sixty-five. Yeah, I would much uh, prefer Louis at the same number as opposed to Ricky. I would, I'd prefer Hobland at the same at sixty-five, honestly. To, to Ricky? Yeah, I probably would too. Yeah. Well, yep. no, I take that back. I would prefer Louie to Ricky, but I would prefer Ricky to Hovland because Ricky's been there, done that at Augusta, been in the hunt, nearly won that tournament. I, I yep. struggle with the young guys at Augusta. I just, uh, I, I really love experience at that course. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's something to be said for that. You got a putt. All I right. wouldn't take Finau and I wouldn't take Matt Siama. That's for sure. All right. Let's call it a day. LeBron or MJ, we'll okay. get out of here. Sounds good. You're not going to answer my question, LeBron or MJ, just for fun? Uh, LeBron, oh, LeBron or MJ? LeBron is the guy that was on the cover no, of Sports no, Illustrated. No, 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 no. LeBron or MJ? I want a one-word answer. I'm a LeBron fan. Going LeBron. Championship LeBron. All I, right. LeBron. I, 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 like, I like him better than MJ. LeBron times two. By the hook. Y'all have a good weekend. There you go.